Breaker Breaker, what's your 20? This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for big trucks, cool characters, and the explosive action you'll only find in Convoy? Well, rev up your engines for... An Earful of Convoy. Northern California's number one podcast about the 1978 movie based upon the 1976 novelty song about trucking. Fans of cinema and music will find much like... That is, if you're not some no-good bear like Dirty Lyle. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little rubber duck humor, and we'll even have a bear in the air. They even had a bear in the air. No, 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 no. Bad. Okay. Hello. Welcome to Your Full Convoy. Turn the mic close to my mouth and it's hitting this thing. I don't think that's... Sounds pretty good, though. Oh, I thought that was Busy Bachelor. Oh, wait, here's Busy Bachelor. Nope, nope. Wow, you're good Hold on. Here we go. You thought the sound of a piece of metal hitting another piece of metal was the song you were playing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, wow, this is a very, very um, dramatic uh, uh, background you know, music here. You've been like five songs over and over again. You think you would realize none of them... Where the sound of clanging metal. Hey, do that again. Do that again. Well, turn on the music first. Okay, okay. <laughs> that sounds kind of like a song, no? I can see how you made that, <laughs> that confusion. Okay, alright. Well, I was a little confused. Okay, well, the good news is we've got the, the loons are killed already. Yeah. Um, Thanks to your grandpa. <laughs> Uh, and we are uh, we are set to go here. Welcome sure. to an Airful Convoy. Welcome to Airful Convoy. This is North Airful Convoy, Northern California's number one podcast about the 1978 movie based on the 1976 song about trucking. Convoy movies by Sam Peckinpah, songs by C.W. McCall. We are Herbie Ockles, and we are Alan. Yes, and <laughs> <laughs> is that the right way to say? I don't know. It's I was saying the movie is by and the song is by. Yeah. The podcast is by us. Yes, that's how you say it. Okay. Great. <laughs> so, um, let's see. So, any news? So, for, for the podcast listeners, this episode will be coming right after our very eventful interview with the Dog Brothers. Well, I think I'm going to leave like a week before I release it. No, no, no. But, I mean, right after in sequence, not in yes. time. <laughs> it's always good to make sure you mention what happened before and after, yes. just in case they need to reorganize them and lose all well, other... <laughs> okay. But my point is, for the air listener, for those tuning in right now, right? Well, who cares now, about them? For the air listener... On KZSU Stanford. On KZSU Stanford. Uh, they haven't had any chance to hear the Dog Brothers interview yet. Well, unless they were listening and they called could, us... They and couldn't have been listening. They we, listened to it last week and emailed us, and we sent it to them. That's the one way they... That's were, the one way, yeah. So email us, staff at earfulofconvo.com, if you'd like a copy of that. Sure. Or you we could get, subscribe to our podcast feed. We're on Podcast Now. We're on Podcast Town. Wrong Podcast Town. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so what? So this episode, we got another five-minute chunk of the movie Convoy that we're going to break down for you. It's the fifteenth chunk. Uh, yes, it is the fifteenth chunk. Considered by some to be the best chunk. No, it's. I don't think anyone could ever possibly consider this to be the best chunk. I thought the last chunk was pretty lackluster. This one is. <laughs> this one really pushes things to a new low. It has so. its charms. I, I don't know that it does, uh, but we'll we'll be digging into that on on this episode. So that's you, basically what we are doing. That's we're digging. We're digging. We dig. Uh, so should is, we kick off with our our favorite our second favorite segment? 
in my my favorite segment with fresh eyes. I forget if Crepe Suzette is a good one or not. Let's go with Gala Premiere. Well, feel free to rename these. Uh. <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. This is spoiler alert. This is spoiler alert. This is where we are going to uh, uh, veritably spoil the future uh, five minutes of Convoy by reading the spoiler alert, uh, the movie spoiler.com. Excuse me. I almost said the spoiler alert.com. It's the movie spoiler.com uh, about Convoy. It's by Convoy34. He has watched Convoy just like we have. And uh, unlike us, he did not make a podcast. He just wrote on uh, movie spoiler. Maybe he should make his own podcast. I, I think there's a non-zero chance that when he hears with this podcast, he'll say, I can do a better podcast with Convoy, and he'll do it. You think so? Who are we talking about? Sorry, I was tweeting. Oh, uh, the guy, Convoy 34. Convoy 34. I think Convoy 34 would do not a very good podcast. No, no, but on... I'm saying but there's a chance he would try. He hmm. seems like the kind of guy who would might say, try and do a, com- a competing Convoy podcast? Yes, I think so. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. So, the, the good news, though, here is that the tweet is about to go live. That's great. Mm-hmm. So for those of you on the Twitterverse, get prepared, because <laughs> tweet's going to go viral. Usually it does. Bam. I just tweeted with the Tilting of Pixels account, so that's going to be great. the right account. <laughs> great. I, and while you clean this... Oh, no, I'll wait for you. I'll, I'll stare at your laptop and <laughs> let you clean up this mess. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> just staring. We are... Okay, at Tilting at Pixels, which is a video game review I website. I hope you didn't delete it. That I run. I did delete it. I did delete no, it. No, that's, that's a mistake. <laughs> we need all the uh, things we can get. Just just got a tweet out on uh, at Tilting at Pixels with um, the fact that we were going live on KCSU. So when you delete it, when you delete a... Because uh, every tweet yeah. is archived in the Library of Congress. Yeah, immediately. I mean, is it does that happen immediately? You no, think? I don't know. Is, is that true? Are they archiving every tweet? I think that's true. Oh. That's what I've heard. Typing the password. I'm typing the password. I got and it right. You're here. Good. Okay. Now, I hope you. I hope you <laughs> saved it in your clipboard. Did you? I didn't. No. Um, Sounds like a mistake. Okay. Can you hear that? Uh, hear those clicking? That's the clickety clack of my keyboard. Sounds good. Yes. All right. Uh, well, that's good that we got that sorted now. We're very professional here. So, okay, uh, spoiler alert. We're in, we're in the middle of spoiler alert. Let's go back to the spoilers. Okay, so let's just go in and tell you the story we left off. The truckers have stopped at the field, rest slash shower, and get to together with other people. Melissa is taking a shower next to Widow as a newspaper reporter tells her he like to buy her story on the convoy. She agrees, but it will cost him. R.D. approaches Melissa, and they go off to talk about their possible future. They do. That's, that is, yeah. R.D. invites her to discuss their possible relationship well, in his may, truck. I, I would say he doesn't really talk about the future at all. She mainly says some very I'm not sure vague things is, about their is, future. I'm not sure if this is him summarizing what we see or next episode. So just tell me if this happens. Yeah. R.D. Okay. R.D. approaches Melissa, and they go off to talk about their possible future. Yes. Okay, that happens. That, that does it. Yeah, that does We're, we're going to definitely break that down because that is a... <laughs> It's one of the fascinating that... scene. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> R.D. invites her to discuss their possible relationship in his truck. Yeah. Does he invite her to get in his truck this ep? Uh, 
Yeah, I think there's kind of an exchange there. It's unclear. It's difficult to, to hear, actually. Okay, so the next one is they look at each other, kind of smitten. That's kind of yeah. K-I-N-A. That's, uh, I think that's appropriate. Yeah, that's about what they are. Yeah. But she's just rests. She's just rests. Mm. Does that happen? No, no, I don't believe that happens. So I believe that's next step. We can look forward to that. Okay, scene. next step. Okay, so that's spoiler alert. That has been spoiler alert. And let's just go. No waste. Let's just do the sink. Well, no, we're spoiler alert's ending. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, that was spoiler alert. I'd say smash cut to the sink. Now it's time for our famous theme song. <laughs> oh, thank you. That was that could have been a disaster. <laughs> theme song. <laughs> Correction. Oh, corrections from last week. Um, I don't think so. No, there really wasn't a whole lot of content last week, so it's hard to correct lack of... Hard to correct... It's hard to correct lack of content. It's hard to correct lack of content, except by filling it with content. That's true. Every time you think this song is not as long as it is, it just surprises you. Yes. It's 3 minutes 16 seconds, which isn't that long. No, but it sure feels a lot longer. It does feel a lot longer.
Okay. No, 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 no. Hey, total sync. This is this is an incentive for you to get your sync ready. Let's. I got my sync ready. I'm ready okay, for the sync. All every three. three, two, three two. No, 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 no. We gotta lead into it. Okay, get at home. Load up segment number fifteen of your copy of Convoy. I would say go back to a previous episode. If you don't know the sync by now, listen to our podcast. I'm just reacquainting people with the concept. I think they. It's know been the a while. It's been a while since the previous episode. It's uh, two weeks. I know. I don't People know. forget things in two weeks. Short-term like, memory lasts what, like, like ten riding seconds? A bicycle. How long does short-term memory last? I would say your lifetime. No, nah, it's long-term memory. I think long-term memory and last a lifetime. Short-term memory, if you have a good memory, <laughs> lasts a lifetime. That's that's what I always say. Okay, well, we can all have uh, ambitions. All right, ready? Yeah. Three, three, two, two one. one. Sink. Humanitarian headlines. Nice sink. Trash. Just Pretty good sink. Trash. I'd say that was a solid sink. Okay, so here, here is, here is a concept. Trash. Yeah. Hey, now, what a concept. Truth, I could use a little fuel myself, and we could all use a little change. Well, the years start coming, and they don't stop coming. Bed to the rules, and they hit the ground running. It makes sense not to live for fun. Brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back street? You never know if you don't go. What do what do? Never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. And all that glitters is gold. Only... <laughs> oh yeah, I just cut off your mic there. That's you are a family, Jack. now you're back. Okay, so yeah, that's uh, I, I had to worry about uh, <laughs> spontaneous All Star rendition. Well, I'm just saying we don't have the rights to spot to that. Well, that was that was a uh, that was my own. Oh, it's an artistic yeah. spin <laughs> upon it. And you said short term memory doesn't last. Uh, yeah, so was what concept? The, hey, was, now what a concept! I could use a little fuel myself. Is that really? We could is that really all use a little? Change. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Bed to the rules and hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back street? Okay, so I got off the mic again. Uh, that's good. Uh, I won't even ask how that happened. Let's just, okay, so here is my, uh, my, my uh, proposal to you. Yeah. Uh, the proposal is... We don't really structure how we dive, how we do the dive. We don't really structure how we dive into convoy. We just kind of see whatever notes we have. We would, do would that be a good reference text to put online in, in full? How dive, dive into convoy. Oh, right, this is a reference to the Mark Pilgrim series: dive in HTML5 and dive into Python. Yes. Yes, great reference. Okay. Uh, yes, we should do that. Okay, we, good. Great. We should definitely do that. Uh, so my proposal to you is instead of just Picking a piece here, pick there. We start on the superficial level, the plot, what we're seeing. Okay. And then as we grow, we get more into what things Themes. mean. Yes, there themes. we go. Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Well, we, I mean, we've already carved out. We Last episode, we carved out last half hour for themes. Yeah, and I think maybe that's... I'm just saying I think we should dive in organically, but I think... It's it's hard because I guess we just kind of see as it comes comes May. So but I'd say start surface level. I say start surface level and then see what comes. Deeper. Dive down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So surface. I'm level. monitoring this entire conversation for possible segues into the song All Star. By the way, I vetted myself. Okay. I vetted myself very hard. Okay. Uh, Be careful. Tread cautiously. Yeah. Tread, tread <laughs> cautiously. Uh, that's interesting. There's a calendar scrawled in the back of that jail cell. 
Yeah, I, I, I noted that. That's in my notes. Did you check out to see what possible months that is? Uh, no. You, I'll leave that one to you. I, I wrote down, um, Spider Mike looks real rough. And yes, then he does look real rough. He does look real rough. And then calendar on the wall of Spider Mike's cell. So, by the way, mm-hmm. this entire Spider Mike segment was not talked about by the movie spoiler. Yeah, he just kind of ignored this. Which is strange. Yeah. Because it's a major part of this. Did he just d- desequence it? I can go maybe back. It, maybe it does come in later in the spoiler, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Okay, so I'm here, and let's go, let's go right to movie spoiler. Here's the next paragraph, which happens well out of sequence. What no one knows about, so he's taking the opportunity. By when he probably killed the kill the sound on that. There we go. Uh, what Good no, point. What no one knows about is that Lyle and a cop, Tiny Alvarez, have captured Spider Mike, holding him in a jail cell, and appear. T- to... Tiny Alvarez. Tiny Alvarez. Do you watch this? What's is what's Tiny Alvarez? That's the that's the cop's name. That's the other cop's name. Is Tiny Alvarez? There's a man who is the. Chief policeman yeah. of Alvarez, Texas, and his name is Tiny Alvarez. What's so hard to understand here? <laughs> is this this is this is canonical? Okay. Uh, so, uh, and they appear to have beaten him badly. Lyle tells them he's holding him as bait for R.D. to come for him. I believe that. Yeah, I think that's basically that's that's it. it. Okay, mm-hmm. so out of sequence, but that's the artistic license. Combo three four halves. Combo thirty four doesn't have to deal, detail things in exactly the order they that's appear in the film. That's why he's not a professional like we are. Okay, so getting back to the movie, mm-hmm. uh, the film, the film. I'm really trying to help. So okay, superficial. A lot of this is dark. It's, mm. You're seeing a lot of blacks, a lot of <laughs> a lot of dark hues. So this, yes, this five minutes is full of blacks. Full of blacks. Uh, full of dark hues, full of rich chioscuro lighting. Chioscuro. Yeah, that's where the blacks are black and whole swaths of shadow color. What you got it. Okay. Yep. Uh, so let's do a plot. This is the thing he misses. We uh, start this off with, with a scene. With the nefarious governor's council. <laughs> it's kind of weird uh, in how evil they all appear to be looking. All three of them are looking much more evil than they have to. Uh, Chuck Rinaldi, he is extremely his eyebrows. Evil. I don't know why. Do you know people who make faces like that? Only evil people. I mean, I think the face... Who I try not to associate with in general. Well, that's a good decision. Yeah. That's a very good decision. Yeah. Evil people are no good. I yeah, I mean, that, if, I if, you ever, if you ever find yourself with a decision about whether to associate with an evil person... Just look for warning signs. Arched eyebrows. Arched eyebrows. Dark Taking lighting. Hands and, like, wringing your hands wringing a lot. Wringing your hands, yeah. Mm. Uh, yep. Yeah, so uh, he's doing all those things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I think no one in real life ever does that. It's only evil people in movies. Uh, so then we get out of the scene, and we are in the camp. We're in the mm-hmm. field. It's become a camp. And uh, there's a lot of people in semi-closed states. A lot of people, uh, they're cooking at campfires. A lot of it's, I, So I, I wrote down... Um, what did you write down? I'm looking for it. Oh, here we go. Showers, massages, camp is a trucker's paradise. As opposed to Trucker's Hell, yeah. which is Alvarez, Texas. Which is Alvarez, Texas. So it's a, we got a yin and a yang here. we got Spider Mike and Trucker's Hell. I would say a Trucker's Heaven is being on the road and trucking. Uh, I'm not sure. This seems like, I mean, they seem to be enjoying this more than they enjoyed being on the road. But let's not get out of There's a scene 
You can consider this to be on the road as well. I mean, this is a stopover on the road. Superficial level. Let's go back to a scene and just talk about plot. Okay. Duck and Melissa talk on the road about how many RPMs you should always leave your truck at. I, 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 do you want, I took detailed notes. Well, I did too. Okay. Um, running RPM up about 2,100 and shift and fall back to about 18. That's what you want to have between 18 and 21. Well, he says that's your normal run. operating range when you're pulling some 18 to 21. Yeah, that's that's. I was looking that up. I found more info on this. Uh, so can I find it? It's uh, this is progressive shifting and understanding the ISX engine technology. Mm. So it says the power and torque curves have been designed to operate best low RPMs. Uh, let's see. The ISX engine has peak torque available as low as 1,000 RPMs. I believe this is about a semi. This is what I was looking up with semis. But, yeah, they're talking about trucks. I believe trucks, they, they are basically coming in at far less uh, RPMs. So this where it says gear one. Well, are these modern trucks? I think so. Well, that might be. Maybe they can accomplish the same thing with fewer RPMs these days. So it says you're in first gear when you hit 1250. Upshift. Sure. Second gear, 1250. Upshift. Third gear, 1300. Upshift. Fourth gear, 1350. Upshift. Fifth, 1400. Upshift. Sixth, 1450. Upshift. Seventh, 1500. Upshift. Eighth, 1500. Upshift. Then you're in ninth gear. That's a lot of gears. That's a lot of gears. Well, that's why they're trucks. That's why you pay these guys. Uh, so. This is saying right here, you never go over 1,500 RPM. And basically, I don't know how, how low it is when it drops. But then why does the duck say 18 to 21? Because he's living in the past. So it used to be they revved him higher. Well, I think engines just become more efficient, right? Mm, does mm. RPM across the board go lower? Um, I'm about to sell you out. It's hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. I don't know. I imagine, yeah, because, I mean, why would you, if you can get the same power with less things moving sure. around, sure. you're going to do, do it. We should get some truck spurts on the show. We should. Uh, I mean, we, we have had some real truckers follow us on Twitter. We can ask them questions. That might be unwise. Why? Oh, I, okay. You're right. We have some. We have some normal truckers that follow us on Twitter too. No, the the, the crazy I, Trump fan truckers. The crazy Trump act, fan trucker does not follow us on Twitter. Okay, no. all right. Well, then, great. Yeah, we, not yet. Let's not ask him. Yeah, but I mean, the truckers—they like to share knowledge. I mean, if if they're all like the duck, and I assume they all are, mm-hmm. they like to share their knowledge about trucks. Sure. Uh, so he says he talks about shifting between which RPM for a while, and then he very professional. Snorting away from the mic. Classic. Uh, then he talks about how he doesn't love his truck, but you know who... Well, that's even more pro. Uh, you know who does love his truck? You know who loves his truck? Uh, the doc... No, the doc doesn't. Um, he mentions someone. I couldn't I couldn't pick out the name. Ramblin' Jack Elliott. Ramblin' Jack Elliott. Who's that? Uh, he is a country music singer. Okay. He's a real-life friend of Chris Christopherson. Great. So this is a reference that he makes to... <laughs> so let's... Okay. I would say or did they become friends after he made this reference? I think I think I'm giving up my proposal already. I think it's best to dive in as it comes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's break this down. Yeah. <laughs> so this this of course happens nowhere in the book. I assume on the shooting script. So he talks about and this whole scene doesn't happen either. You know who loves his truck? Ramblin' Jack Elliott. He even named his dog, dog Kenworth. Kenworth. Yeah. Yeah. So Ramblin' Jack Elliott is a real life friend of of, of Christopherson playing a character. And in the movie, he just he just makes it uh, just makes 
just a reference to his real life friend is is in the world of this movie. Is Rubber Duck friends with Ramblin' Jack Elliot too? I mean, you just oh, said he is. Although there is no official comment at this time. No, no, we were we missed it. Oh, Next time oh you mean okay? Is the character Rubber Duck friends with Ramblin' Jack? Because he says Elliot. you should meet Ramblin' Jack Elliot. Like I know him, you should meet this guy. No, that's the implication. I, yeah, <laughs> it's spoken like he's talking about a friend of his, which yeah. which Chris Christopherson is. <laughs> but it, maybe he just got a little too involved in the character. I mean, it sounds like more he just doesn't really care. If you were yeah. hired to play a character, and you said, "Hey, make references to people I know in real life," yeah, that's kind of weird. It's kind of fun, though. It's kind of fun. I mean, I, I don't... mean, I'm sure those people appreciate it. <laughs> it's not really an in joke or reference. It's more. It's it's strange. It breaks down the whole world of the movie. But here is here's the breaks thre- down the fourth wall. Here's a thread at the never ending pool, the online Bob Dylan community. This is a thread called Re Ramblin' Jack Elliot thread. This was uh, written eight years, four months ago. Great recounting of the show. Thanks, Time Fades. I saw him in Seattle in the 1980s at an old, small, funky venue called the Rainbow Tavern in the U District. I was just out driving around with a buddy with nothing to do. We saw the sign out front and decided to stop in for the show. It was the same sort of experience that you recount. The atmosphere was like sitting in a living room. He said that the main reason he was in Seattle area was to visit the plant where they made Kenworth trucks. Oh, wow. So he is a truck fan. I, I... I would bet money. What's going on here? So what's a musician doing with a semi-truck, though? That's the real question here. So you're saying in real life, what is Ramble Jack Elliott doing with semi-trucks? Yeah. He wrote trucking songs. He wrote one of the very first trucking songs, apparently. He wrote the song Cup of Coffee. But what what use does a musician have for a (laughs) semi-truck? What use does anyone have for anything? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, so Cup of Coffee by Johnny Cash. Feature ours, Ramble Jack Elliott. It's about... It's about uh, trucking. Don't know uh, exactly what it's about. But there you go. Uh, so in the movie, it is purported by Rubber Duck that Ramble Jack Elliott has a dog named Kenworth. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's true in real life? Uh, I'm going to say yes. I would say I'd say yes. I'd say this is almost. Oh, I certain. thought you knew. <laughs> no, I was looking it up, and I could not find. It. You couldn't find any information about Ramblin' Jack. If there's one thing the internet fails on, it, it is re- it pets does... for obscure musicians. It's not that obscure. He's is he not? Yeah, Ramblin' Jack. Uh, I haven't musician. heard of him. Well, maybe you should have. Ram- well, let's look. Check his wiki page. I mean, I'd say it's probably it's probably at least six Ramblin page Jack. Uh, I'm gonna go straight to Celebrity Net Worth. So. <laughs> Six pages down. <laughs> One, three. Here we go. Celebrity Net Worth 2016. Guess what? What? Uh, like to sell you out. You all right? Uh, is, wait, is his name Elliot Charles Adnapaz? That's a great last name. I did not know that. I can see why he Is that his it. actual name? Yes. Okay. Um, it says his net worth is under review. <laughs> great. <laughs> That's great. Which I'd assume that's just there. It's not high enough on the inbound links for them to generate a number. Um, here we go. How much networth.com? How much is singer Ramblin' Janet Elliott worth? See, I if he's not even popular enough to have people speculating on his net worth, I don't think he's. I think I would qualify that as obscure. Yes. Okay. So I am. I am ready to throw in a citation needed here on the on the Wikipedia page. Ramblin' Jack Elliott. 
His authenticity is a folksy, down-to-earth country boy, despite being a Jewish doctor's son from Brooklyn. And his disdain for other folk singers were parodied by the folksmen, Christopher Guest, Michael McKean, and Harry Shearer in oh, A Mighty Wind. Cool. No, no, this is what they say. Oh. In the name of their hit album, Ramblin'. I would say no. That is not. No, that doesn't seem like a. No. I'd say citation That's, needed. That yeah, is not. Yeah. That is not a reference. Right now, make the edit. Citation needed. But here's the thing. No. Uh, Mighty Wind also referred to a former member of the new Main Street Singers, Ramblin' Sandy Pick, Pitnick, a somewhat geeky-looking white man in a cowboy hat, apparently a parody of Elliot. I'd say I believe that. Okay. But I would say the Folkman album, who their their Kingston Trio parodies, mm-hmm. that is not a reference to Ramblin' Jack Elliot. I would say 100% no. Uh, so there you are. Ramblin' Jack Elliott, no info on his dog's names. But I would bet this is Chris Stropson just on mic, just talking about his friend having a truck's name for a dog. Yep. I think <laughs> and let's seems to be the, the case. It's good. It's great, yeah. Uh, Talk about a man who loves a truck, bumper to bumper. Name his dog Kenworth. I like knowing how she runs, but I truly really drive it. So I couldn't, I couldn't pick that. Out. I, so I, sh- I, I, I wrote down "inaudible ride her." I like knowing how she runs, but I inaudible ride her. You um, see, I sure wouldn't ride her. The the line is, "I like knowing." This is according to the close credits. Yeah, I like knowing how she runs, but uh, it's really the driving. It's really the driving. Yeah. Okay, that's a line. I mean, the movie The movie consistently does not care about dialogue, and it's better for it. <laughs> yeah. The, the original shooting script is garbage. Yeah. And I'd say, I'd say the nonsense. We, the scene we see later in here is a train wreck of dialogue. <laughs> it's just, couldn't, it's, I've seen few scenes with more indifference by the actors to what they're saying than I see in this scene later. Uh, so we see a lot of semi-naked people at the camp. Well, not, I, they're not even really semi-naked. I mean, they are they have most of their clothes on. Some do. Some don't. No. There, there's... Okay, let's describe what we're seeing mm. in, the, in the thing. We we start off, the first shot we see is the side of... It looks like a back porch of a uh, New Mexico suburb. And we see a family. It's a man... A middle-aged man, middle-aged woman, teenage girl, and they're standing around a dinette set. Wow, when did this happen? It's like a brief shot. It's weird. Okay. It's weird. I'll, I'll point it out next time it's around. And then you see... Mm. Yeah. That's the one with the TV in the background. Uh, yes. Is that the only TV in the movie? Good question. That's always a good thing to ask. <laughs> I, think TV. I think it might be. Uh, no, there's there's a TV in, in, in the bar? It, yeah, I think there's a TV uh, in the background. Glad you think there is? I think so. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I think so. Well, let's let our uh, convoy head okay. sort that out. Well, and of course, you know, where else is a TV? In, uh, is it in Pig Ben's truck? Yep. <laughs> we don't see it, though. No, we don't get a shot of it. Not yet. No, um, maybe that if we had seen, if we, that deleted scene had been... Uh, if we can discover where the deleted scene goes. Yeah. Okay, so we are floating around here. There's 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 a penned in area. It mm. is. So is this a normal way that you that you make a shower? Have you have you heard this before? Uh, to make a penned in area? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it looks like a campground shower, kind of. Okay, so crazy question: Is this the water machine in the background? The water machine is. <laughs> 
Yes, that's what that is. That's what that is. Oh my god, that's amazing. They're shouting. <laughs> They're using the thing that was the the water machine that was holding the cops back earlier. Yeah, is now being used as a shower. Is now a shower. Yes, Steve Chasey Love. Yeah, is is that true? That's it seems. Like I that machine. looks to be the case. That's that's amazing. Is, I did not pick up on that. That's is that that is probably not a normal way to make it. Very funny. Yeah, is it funny or is it just resourceful? Cause I don't no, think it's that's it's a, pretty funny. Is that a thing? That oh, you, you think it's intentional? It? You think it's just they need a prop? Okay, I it's mean, not that hard to create a shower. I mean, that's they're going for something specific there. But, but let, okay, let's look at this. We have watched this movie. Yeah. I know, and we barely picked it out. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's still kind of a fun sight gag. I don't think they would have drawn attention to it. I think if you wanted to make it a gag, you show it. You show the the the, uh, the watering thing. You show Stacy yeah. Love. Yeah, oh, be like, away oh my god! You know, yeah, it's you old the, enemy. That's yeah, what, maybe you get they the did. Shot they of cut st- it. It's stupid. <laughs> that, no, that'd be amazing. If we got a shot of, of Steve Chasey Love, like yeah. looking intently at the water machine. Okay, let's talk about Chief Stacy Love right now. <laughs> Steve Chasey Love, please. Is Steve Chasey Love is he is. I mean, he is not. He has no reason to have a problem with this. He says the governor has absolutely every right yeah. to police this. Well, and if you remember, I mean, his his priority all along has just been to protect his townspeople, sure, and to offer assistance when necessary. So you think that he's just like in Agua Dolce, yeah, and just hanging out and just say, "I'm out of the picture." At this point, yeah, I think he's probably. Or do you think that he would want to? He might be tagging along just to see, but I I don't I would know. Say, I would say I would not be surprised if Chief Stacey Love is in this uh, this campground. Okay. It seems possible. Well, they're still in New Mexico? They're still in New Mexico, right? Yeah. I mean, we're, okay. Oh, because the, the governor, governor is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah, okay. You're right. Yeah, that's possible. Sure. Yeah. Uh, wife? <laughs> uh, yeah, that might happen. That might happen in the end of the show. Good. Okay. Uh, yeah, Rubber Duck has an ex-wife. He paid yeah. alimony payments. And some kids, too. They live up in uh, Oregon. They live up in Oregon. Seattle. Spokane. Spokane, Oregon. No, Spokane is in Washington. It's not Seattle, though. It's east of Seattle. Uh, Do you know uh, Frazier's radio show got syndicated in Spokane? I did know that. Okay. (laughs) Did you know that? No, I did not know that. (laughs) Okay. Was this a major... Is this an episode? Well, there's an episode where he's pursuing syndication, and Spokane is the first city that that is, you know, he's being syndicated in. And he's turning into a big media, you know, magnate. Sure. As a result of being syndicated. And he thinks he's going to go nationwide. You know, and Spokane's the first first step. Well, did he work back in Boston? Was he working as just a psychiatrist? I believe so, yeah. And I think the radio show started when he went out, got out to Seattle. Okay. Yeah. So he doesn't have a built-in audience nationwide already. Nationwide. <laughs> great, great. So here's the thing about the camp. There's a lot of children. Um... That is weird. That is weird. There's also a lot of, uh, like, women, too, which, I mean, not there aren't female truckers. We've seen plenty of them. But, like, most of the truckers are dudes. Yeah. And so, like, where are all all these peripheral people coming from? There were three. Well, maybe. You just want to hang out? Do you think if you just want to hang out and just drive up? (laughs) We don't see many station wagons join the convoy, though. We, as far as you can see, it's all semis. Yeah. And one microbus. One, chartreuse. Yep, chartreuse microbus. Ten four. Ten four. Put the hammer down. Uh, but put that oh. hammer down. Ten four. Oh, we got some text. Can't pause. Yeah. Don't even think about pausing. 
Uh, there is, there's in the background, there is a calendar behind the janitor. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Looks like it says September. So why did he need it? Why did they, they need to carve an additional calendar in the cell? Well, that's what prisoners do if they want to kill. Oh, you're saying because the prisoners look across? Because <laughs> there's a calendar right there well, outside the cell. Maybe that predates cell. the calendar. And also, it's a police station jail cell. Like, I, no one's being detained in there long enough they lose track of the days. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're talking about trucker's hell here. (laughs) Who knows? Uh, So, yeah, so there's like three kinds of women at this campsite. Yeah. There's apparently matronly, well, there's trucking women. There's There's widow woman. Yeah. End of sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Then you also have like the the mothers, you have the matronly mothers of children who are around for some reason. Yep. You have the masseuses. (laughs) <laughs> and you have the prostitutes uh-huh. or or just the groupies I mean groupies are always somewhere in, on that spectrum yeah I, I don't know if I go to prostitutes I think you're saying yeah like like groupies groupies yeah Hang, hangers on yeah but I there is there is a burgeoning industry in, in trucks out prostitutes you think this is a reference to that or no I'd say like just naturally this is part of the trucker economy I'm about to sell you out you alright You were that convoy? Okay, let's go back. Okay, do we want to focus the campsite some more, or do we want to go over to Ooh. talk about Alvarez? Let's, well, let's see what I got here. Um, so, well, let's let's start with timelines. Well, that's part. let's go to Alvarez, then. Because I think the timeline is most... Well, let's start at the beginning. Yeah. What better place to start than the beginning? Okay. Uh, okay heaven so, and Earth. So, the it starts with... The evil Chuck Arnoldi saying this could help us make the headlines, the liberal humanitarian headlines. Really weird. It's a weird line. Because, I mean, I guess the idea is the New Mexican voters are incredibly liberal. And they absolutely want to. And they've got their liberal media with those liberal headlines. Yeah, and they want nothing more than to talk about how the uh, governor gave a camp for truckers. Yep. Headlines. Trash, just plain old trash. That's the assistant to the governor. His name is uh, Big Hank. Trash. He may be a state senator. To tell you the truth, Henry, I think this damn convoy has more public support than we do. Seymour Castle as Governor Haskins. Nice. Bring in Sheriff Wallace. Yeah, which is interesting. Like, why? Why? I'd say first off, how does the governor know who Sheriff Wallace is? Lyle. I believe Lyle may have presented himself saying, mm. I am an expert on this yeah. convoy. <laughs> but, which apparently he got, is. A lot of, got a lot of traction with the FBI, yeah. Agent Hamilton. I don't think he has a lot to offer. I mean, he has insights on trucker culture. He helped. You think that's the main thing he offers? I think so, yeah. He's, so, he, has, he has a policeman's eye view, a bear's eye view. If you will. If you will. Of trucker culture. I think so, that's very valuable. So let's say you're Governor Haskins. I mean, he, like, Lyle knows, I think, has the best sense of anyone in the police department, in, in the in, go- in the in, law. In antagonistic way. He's working with the truckers. No, 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 he doesn't need, mm. he doesn't need some sort of outsider who hates truckers talking about truckers. He can just talk to the truckers. That's what Arnaldi was doing. That's true. That's I don't true. See, okay, so you're, yeah. you're Haskins. Yeah. Why would you be working with... With Lyle? With Lyle. Um, because I need a way to tell the audience that Lyle is on his way to 
Spider Mike in Texas. <laughs> I say the first two or three times I watched this, yeah. I certainly did not pay attention to that line explaining that Lyle's in Texas. I don't think it's very important. That sets it up, though. I mean, that's that's what. But they don't cut to Texas. They don't cut to Texas. You're right. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. You think? That yeah, that's able, weird. That's weird. You, you think that's what they do? But I they mean, don't. it helps establish the consistency of the timeline. Okay, so let's talk second part of the timeline. So this is happening. Okay, in the afternoon. In the afternoon, Chuck Arnaldi is talking to the truckers on the highway. Established. What's that? In the summertime. In yeah, the, the Mongo Jerry song in the summertime? Yeah. yeah. Or are you doing the uh, Summer Afternoon by the Kinks? No, no, no. I'm doing in the Mongo. In the summertime. I'm doing the Mongo Jerry one. Okay. But does that have an afternoon in it? Uh, nope. Okay. Never mind. Uh, it's, it's weird because you sang, uh, you know, in the summertime, <laughs> but you sang it in the way they sing in the summertime for uh, the sunny afternoon. Really? So, yeah, it's crazy. It's one of those uh, <laughs> collective unconscious things. So, uh, let's get in the back of things here. Uh, so, okay, so here's one thing I noticed. So there's a bunch of night driving scenes, right? And it looks like they're driving into the morning. You start to see kind of light, you know, in the if sky. If you're driving at night at all, you mean they're driving? No, they're driving east into the sun. Well, just that, no, just that they're driving long enough such that it's starting to be morning, right? I think it could be just light pollution. Could be aurora borealis. No, I mean, look at it. It looks a lot like morning. Maybe. Uh. But then here's the deal. They stop at the camp. Night. Pitch black, dark night. I think it just looks nice. I think that's a camera that gets more light in, mm. and you get a bunch of purples. Because mm. purples looks nicer. Okay. So, timeline. Afternoon. Sometime in the afternoon. And this is still... Arizona noon on the 6th of June. This is still the 6th of June. Well, I mean, it might be the 7th now if they've gone past midnight. I no, think I they have. I'm talking about earlier, when Ornali is interviewing them. Oh, okay, this yeah. This is still that, that's that still daylight. Day. That's still 6th of June, yeah. It's a long it's a day. very long day. Yep. So well, it must be in the in the dead of summer. must be the dead of summer. It's the 6th of June. It's pretty close to Six, it. It is, yeah. So they're talking. I don't see any signs of sunset. Let's just say that's 7 o'clock. Does that sound fair? 7 o'clock? Length o'clock? of the 6th of June. In 1977. In, that took me to the Wikipedia page for June. Good page. And Normandy landings. <laughs> Great. Don't you you um, could make it not the 6th of June head. if you want to avoid the D-Day stuff. Well, this isn't giving me anything useful. I feel like there's there are ways Sun- to get... Sunset time. Oh. No, you're not. Oh, wow. Okay, that was incredibly useful. Check this out. Yes, that's... Okay, great. Wow. I can even specify a city. In... Where are they? Uh, They're somewhere around Albuquerque. Albuquerque. There we go. On Monday, June 6th... It was a Monday... Well, we've talked about the inconsistencies. We've talked about the inconsistencies on that respect. And also, we don't know it's 77. We, it could be any year before 78. Let's say it's 77. Monday, June 6, 1977. What could be in the future? I don't know. Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's probably not in the future. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Sunset was 8.18 p.m. What if this movie is actually sci-fi and we don't know it? And Sunrise. That's a good point. Sunrise was 5.52 a.m. So Sunset again one more time for our listeners. Sunset was 8.18 p.m. Okay. Sunrise was 5.52 a.m. So let's that, say, I would say, is a really long day. It's a really long day. Yeah. I'm I'm in agreement with you. (laughs) Okay, good. Let's just let's just go down the books. Long day, very long day, very long day. Uh, So, let's say Arnaldi finishes the interviews 
at the latest 7.30. So it looked yeah. completely bright out. Yeah, yeah. It did yeah. not look like the, the golden hour. It looked like it was, it was yeah. the sun was still per... Like, seven. Seven, yeah, somewhere around there. Seven-ish. So then later, they're driving around at the same time, Ornaldi has gone to the governor's office. Yep, where it's very dark. In Santa Fe. I assume he's at the governor's office. Well, he probably has a helicopter, though. So I mean, but it looks like his main office. Let's agree. Yeah, it yeah, looks, yeah. yeah. Looks, but which, but the, I mean, but there's probably helicopter transportation back and forth here. Yes, I'm just saying. But later yeah. he made it there. So. Yeah, yeah. And it's dark by the time he gets there, which makes sense. Sure. Yeah. So then, while they're there, mm-hmm. they ask, "Where is uh, Lyle Walls?" I like yeah. to speak to him, which yep. means Lyle Walls at some point was in Santa Fe, talking to the governor. Probably. That is probably true. Unless he's been there ready to talk, and he's just been hanging around, waiting to talk. But I believe he's already in the mix in Santa Fe off screen. Yeah. This happened after he was taken down from the helicopter outside Agua Dolce. Because he was, st- like, up to that point, uh-huh. up until the robot... Well, but that helicopter could have dropped him off at the governor's office. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, okay. So he's in Agua Dolce... Sometime earlier, let's say 5 o'clock, mm-hmm. 6 o'clock, somewhere like there, and he is transported to the uh, Santa Fe governor's office by the FBI? Do sure. They... Okay, great. Um, <laughs> if I was like, clearly you're the expert on this. Sure. We're going to drop you off at the governor's office and just let you go to town. So, and then at some point they're, they're talking to each other, the mm-hmm. governor and Lyle Wallace, and Lyle Wallace... Bolts. <laughs> oh, I gotta go to Texas. To go to Texas. Yeah. So he goes to Texas. This is after. This uh, is the long night. This is the long night. Shiny after Mike, the long day. So Shiny Mike in Alvarez, Texas. This it took hours after dark because it got dark. So this yeah. is nine thirty Sh- ten. Shiny Mike in Alvarez, Texas. I see Shiny Mike. Yeah. Spider Mike. Twice, in fact. <laughs> well, he is shiny too. Uh, especially Shiny Fellas' bloods over his face. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Spider Mike, who's now Shiny Mike, <laughs> apparently. Yes, look at him. Look at the look at the gleam. I know there's a glisten there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's some combination of sweat and blood, and so, tears. Okay. So sweat, blood and tears. Before we blood, get to Spider Mike, so uh, Mr. Lyle Walls has shown up in Alvarez, Texas. Mm-hmm. And do you know what what they say when they come in? Bait. Welcome. He says, hey, you made good time, Lyle. That's good. And okay. Lyle, Lyle says back, yeah, I had a pretty good pilot. Wow, he's getting helicopters everywhere. Who was doing this and why? <laughs> he got a pilot? Did he pay for a private pilot? No, I think the FBI helicopter is ferrying him around now. Why? Why would they be doing that? Because he knows what's up. He knows how to do it. <laughs> Everyone else in that helicopter was proved clueless. He was proved clueful. So let's take a step back. Now he's in charge. Why is Lyle in Alvarez, Texas? He doesn't really need to be there right now. Um, or take a step further back. Yeah. What is it? What is his truck? What is a truck? Yeah. Well, like, Webster's truck defines truck. Webster's truck defines... Okay, so take a step back. Yeah. Lyle Wallace hates truckers. Yes. He wants to stop the convoy. Yeah. And this is purported in the book, and I believe you can take this. This seems this seems about right. He wants to be, uh, he wants to say, convoy halted Lyle Wallace crowd leaders. He wants to be a hero. <laughs> he wants to stop the convoy and be called a leader. I think that's true. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's, he's definitely accomplishing the leader part because he commandeered this helicopter. <laughs> okay. But 
Also, also, it is very funny. Yeah. That he would attribute getting there quickly to having a really good pilot. Because I feel like there's kind of some fundamental limitations <laughs> on how fast a plane or helicopter can go. Which is I, how good the pilot is. I don't know that the skill level of the pilot can make it go all that much faster. Well, I think you can be more reckless if you can deal with <laughs> what comes what may. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. <laughs> so, okay. But let's, okay, let's go back here. The story of Lyle Walls. Yeah. He's a sheriff. He likes to entrap truckers. Loves it. He loves it. Loves to extract uh, bribes. His his ego is hurt when he's beat up in a in a bar fight. Yeah, and he wants revenge. Yep. He wants personal revenge. He wants to stop Rubber Duck. And he Ten four. he works with federal authorities because this helps him take down Rubber Duck. Yes, and also because he's failed to do it on his own. Yes, um, it's a, it's a story of federalism in action here. <laughs> Uh, so then eventually some of the local interactions fail. How in, does Hamilton factor into this? In that the federal the federal system, the FBI agent, is no longer able to run a roadblock because the New Mexico governor refuses to work with the National Guard. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's this, true. This, yes. is, this is all subtext. This is not something you really <laughs> think about, but this is all important to the plot. It's important we get this down. So the the uh, National Guard is is shut down by the by the New Mexico governor, which means well, the, and we discussed earlier the National Guard is under joint command of the president and the governor of the state. Well, the president. Let's just ignore Jimmy Carter for now. <laughs> Jimmy Carter is not getting involved. How would would this movie be better or worse if <laughs> Jimmy Carter was Jimmy Carter? <laughs> Or would it be a fake? Um, or should it be Jimmy it, Carter or a fake president? <laughs> well, if it had a real cameo from Jimmy Carter, it would definitely be better. It would be so much better. <laughs> oh, that would be so great. If it had an actor playing fake Jimmy Carter, I feel like it'd be not great. It could be okay. could be okay. What if it had real Richard Nixon? If it had real Richard Nixon, it would be uh, it probably would have won multiple Oscars. <laughs> would have been good. Yeah. Okay, so... Because the governor shut down... <laughs> Mostly for sound mixing. Because the governor shut this down, all police have apparently... Changed been, missions. ...been ordered to no longer stop the convoy, but aid the convoy. Yes. Which, is that binding? A governor can tell all cities in the state to no longer... Um, Cause I, can, yeah, because the governor is he, the is he, the commander-in-chief of the police forces of that state. Yeah, he can pardon people, yeah. too. Yeah, so yeah the governor is the, is the police chief of the state, essentially. Much like the president can just shut down FBI missions... The the governor yeah. of a state can shut mm. down all police yep. missions. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're agreed. Great. So he shuts down everything there. Yep. At that point, the FBI agent is kind of seems like he's just waiting along. He doesn't really seem to have any skin in the game. Agent Hamilton's a wimp. He doesn't really care. He's no. just executing his job. He's yeah, yeah. I know he's got no yeah yeah. He, he's he's, he's a, got no incentive either way. He's yes. got no motivation. He's a functionary. Yes. Um, a per-functionary. A per-func... Oh, that's good. <laughs> Next time I talk to a functionary, I'll say that. It's going <laughs> to real deflate their bubble. Uh, and at that point, Lyle Wallace, he is now a sheriff of an Arizona county... Who is in New Mexico. In New Mexico. Commandeering the FBI's... Uh, equipment. Uh, we don't know this. Okay, we probably. Don't know this. We know he's up in the air. At some point, he's no longer in the air. Okay, well, but he's getting flown all over the place. He somehow gets to Santa Fe. Yeah. In the book, 
He is in Agua Dolce, which in the town is a different name, Allington, and he is deputized in Allington. I believe this. I believe that Chief Stacy Love would deputize him. Oh, totally. Yes. Yeah. And he has a car, and he gets around in the car. Yeah. But that's that's a different story. That's a very different story. Uh, but I believe he's deputized, which at least means that he makes some sense to be doing stuff in New Mexico. Yeah. When the governor shuts down the mission, he just doesn't listen to it? What are you doing? Nothing. I'm just checking if there's tweets. Great. And they're rolling in, so. Very good. Yep. I, I do have the uh, the board we can look at. The board. Um, yeah, okay. Sorry. What were we talking about? See, this is why cell phones ruin, ruin real-life conversations. Uh, so, uh, Lyle Wallace, you think at this point he has no, no one wants to listen to him. You would think so. You have the governor who has his aides, and he wants to talk to the truckers and ma- and help them along. But no, it turns out he's also talking to the Arizona the Arizona sheriff, sheriff who somehow <laughs> who started it. <laughs> to be fair, yes, Lyle do, real, is probably has the best command of what's happening of anyone. He he can give background certainly. Yeah, but it's not really that relevant at this point. I, he's, no, but he's the I mean, federal he's, he's crimes they're, com- they're committing are much bigger than the original crime of yes, the bar fight. But he's essentially. <coughs> Ooh. He's essentially the, you know, um, subject matter expert. The subject matter expert. Yeah. The SME. The SME. He's serving as SME on this case. Yes, I don't think I don't think Haskins really seems like he wants that. He's in a room with two people who are... Who are giving him plenty of information. I'd say, I'd say also they're partially yes-men. They're partially flunkies. Yeah. And also Haskins, he's making his own decisions. He knows... Here's what I'm going to do because this is going to help my case. Right. He is his 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 aide, Big Hank, says they're trash. He's 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 an anti-trucker aide. Yep. Chuck Rinaldi, he is he he knows how to play the media, and Haskins, he just has good judgment. And Lyle Wallace, at some point, is talking to them. I can't imagine the scene. Just imagine for <laughs> just, let's just wait for a second and let's imagine that scene to ourselves. Yeah. Do not love this truck. You ought to meet Ramon. Okay, I, got, I imagine the scene. Okay. It just, it's just, got kind of like silvery sil- music in the background. Silver bells. Silver, silver bells. Silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. Ring-a-ling. Hear them sing. Soon it will be Christmas day. Silver bell, sidewalks, in the sidewalks, in the hall of the day. Cheer. This has not been good. And good cheer. I have a theory right now. I think the kid who was at the uh, Glide-In is one of the kids at this campsite. Wow, we made it all the way out there. I'll have to check closer to make sure that's the case or not. Check Rinaldi closer. Check Rinaldi. What are you saying? I don't understand that. Okay, describe the scene. You said silvery. What yeah. is the scene between, I would say it opens up, yeah. and Lyle Wallace is like, these people are criminals. We need to stop them. Yes. And then Governor Haskins is like, I don't really care about your county and what happened to you in a bar. I need to govern my state, and I need to stay popular with my constituents. Mm-hmm. You can, you, uh, you have nothing to offer me. That's basically that's those that's not great dialogue. Okay. I'm gonna pause. And then and then Lyle goes, Well, you gotta give me something. And he's like, I'll give you a 
I'll give, give you, you a plane a to plane. go to Texas. <laughs> and what you do in Texas is your own business. <laughs> so get out of my state. Do you? You can do what you want. Do you think he bluffed the FBI agents to drop him off? In all right, Santa you, Fe? you. All right, you're Lyle. I'll be. I'll be Governor Haskins. Yes. All right. Lead off. Mr. Governor, you have to understand these these men. They're 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 scum. They're criminals. They kicked me in the face and they left me for dead. And they rode me off the road. And then they crushed me between cars. Look, and then look, they almost look, killed. Look, 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 look. But Governor, but Governor. Look, but Governor. Look. Bug. It's a good scene. It's a very good, good scene. scene. <laughs> I feel like it used a little more closure. Use a little more closure. Uh, okay. But okay, you, you say the governor. What does he say to that? Um, no, I think he, I think he says he says look Lyle. Look Lyle. Look Lyle. Yes. It's an election year. It's an election. Yeah, it's a great line to say. It's a great line to say when you're a governor. <laughs> it's it, everything's solved. <laughs> The sheriff, the sheriffs are also reelected, right? Sheriffs are elected. We know this. <laughs> we know this. We know. So am I, brother. So am I. It is known. <laughs> so let's just get this straight. In New Mexico, gov- truckers are so popular, you cannot run a gubernatorial campaign <laughs> without or- appealing to the to the trucker truckers lovers. and trucker symp- sympathizers. Whereas yeah. In, whereas in. <laughs> Uh, Maricopa, not Maricopa, that's a real county. It's in... Uh, Natosha. Natosha County, yeah. New Mexico. Apparently, in, uh, across the board, anti-trucker syrup <laughs> is re-elected every, every time. Yep. Okay, just making sure that's right. <laughs> yeah. Getting back to... Okay, this case is Stanford, earful of convoy. We're an hour or two of discussing the uh, 15th five minutes of convoy. Sam Unless you're on the Rodgers. podcast, then it's not case Stanford. It's kind of case Stanford. So, it's it's an open question how he gets from the air to Santa Fe. It appears likely, in my mind, he just told the Agent Hamilton, please drop me off in Santa Fe. Yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't have a car. His car is destroyed. <laughs> He's been borrowing cars ever since, yeah. Yes. And he, so then he's dropped in Santa Fe. At some point, and now let's get back to the big picture here. Mm-hmm. He is saying, I am done with working with the law. I am now going to get to Texas and work around the law. Yep, I'm going to make this happen. I know a crooked cop in Alvarez, Texas, named Tiny Alvarez, (laughs) and apparently they go back. They look like they're friendly. Yeah. Even though they're two states apart. I don't know if they're friends. I mean, they certainly... I don't... They have a working relationship. Well, but to me, it feels like Lyle disagrees with Tiny Alvarez's methods. He thinks he's a thug. Yeah. Yeah. He's a useful thug. Yes. Kind and of like us and Saddam Hussein. Yeah, well, because Lyle definitely feels sorry for Spider Mike. That's a, there's there's some sympathy there, right? We need to talk about that some more. Okay, and so I think you know, uh, I think he's you know that's I think there's a there's definitely a disagreement between him and and Tiny Alvarez in terms of you know the like how uh, how harsh they should be with their with their methods. Yes, I mean I think he does not respect Tiny Alvarez, but here's a question. Who does Lyle Wallace respect? I think he respects Robert Duck. I think that's the only man he respects. Yep. Or woman. Yeah. I I think he thinks the rest of the truckers are not the... Yep. I think the heroic kind of 
leader of men, Rubber Duck, is. Yep. And I think that he does, certainly does not respect any other <laughs> officer of the law that we've seen or politician. And that's kind of yeah, the post on the movie. So he, at some point, says, I am done working the law. I am going to have a thug I know in Texas capture a trucker and use him as bait. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to get some of the truckers there, and then I'm going to beat the truckers. Yeah. And that's his plan. Because <laughs> he feels like he, he... Let's look at alternate things. He could take on Rubber Duck Solo. Yep. Because now he knows the back of his truck is filled with uh, with explosives. Sure. This would change things. Because now he knows, <laughs> don't try to just chase him. Shoot his shoot, expo- shoot, shoot the explosive uh, uh, package, yeah. And that will kill Rubber Duck. But I don't think he wants to kill Rubber Duck. What does he want? <laughs> what I, does he want? I don't know. <laughs> what does he want? I don't think he wants to kill him, though. He just wants, he wants to face down like men. This is an exploration of masculinity in the 70s. I think he would like to, you know, like, basically bring Rubber Duck in for something. You know, he'd he'd like to get Rubber Duck. He wants to show, of the two, like, heroes of the movie, he is the one who's more powerful. Exactly. Exactly. So if he could get Rubber Duck. So you're saying, like, shooting him from behind would be a cowardly move. Exactly. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's no Robert Ford situation. So instead, he's going to have a thug capture his friend. Yep. As bait. As bait. Have him come into Alvarez, Texas. They're going to have a standoff. And he's going to win. And he's going to win. He's going to take Rubber Duck in for, you know, prison. So let's discuss the plan. Yeah. The plan is, step one, tell tell Tiny Alvarez Tiny to, Alv- to capture Spider Mike. Yep. This plan involves Spider Mike coming through Alvarez, Texas with certainty. Yeah. It, even though it's known as trucker hell, he knows there's no way to get through Texas to his to his hometown, which may or may not be Fort Plains, Texas. According to the book, it is. So you can't get there without going to Alvarez, Texas, or he just assumes he is going to go through Alvarez, Texas. Sure. He tells Alvarez, Tiny Alvarez, capture him. So it's, I mean, if it's trucker's hell, like, I mean, there's got to be, there's got to be a reason that truckers would, con- I mean, you know, like, you would, if it, it wouldn't be called trucker's hell if truckers didn't continue to go through there. That's a good point. It right? must be something you're stuck with. So it must like be real hell. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You can't just choose. Hey, I'm going to go to Candyland. Well, it's probably you know it's probably the shortest route to something, right? It ends yeah. up going through. And Alvarez. he's in a hurry. He he is, he's in a hurry. Wife's going to pop. Yep. Yeah. So he he tells Alvarez to capture him. Step one done. Alvarez captures him. Mm-hmm. Step two. I don't think he tells him to beat him up, but Alvarez does it. Alvarez. He's a well, that's Alvarez's method. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's a he's a he's a brutal man. He's a method cop. He's a method man. He doesn't prove his methods, but he doesn't. Method man. <laughs> He's a method man. He is He is method. He's played by a method man. So step three is he needs to get the news of of the captured Spider Mike yep. to the rest of the truckers. Oh, wait, you think the janitor's in on it? Well, that's a, that's an open question to me. Oh, I didn't even think about this. That's an open question to me. Ah, that's interesting. Okay, so to go back, what's happening here? That's weird. There's a st- you're, but you're right. Part of their plan. I mean, if they're holding Spider Mike as bait, they definitely need to get the word out about Spider Mike being there. Yeah. So the the janitor hangs out in the scene in the background, and he just kind of walks around like an idiot, and then eventually he says, like, he he, he goes out to let them know that the, that this is happening. 
And the thing is, but, if, but, he, if he didn't hmm. do this, no one would ever go to Alvarez. The word needs to get out. That's true, yeah. So did they? are they intentionally knowing this janitor is an idiot who's going to do this? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I thought you were saying they, they like convinced the janitor to do that or something. But No, I think they're just playing they're just on his pl- natural gullibility. Right, right. They're assuming the janitor will try and come to the rescue. Which is a weird plan. Why not just have... It's a very convoluted plan. Why not just have Tiny Alvarez make an official bulletin saying, we have captured a trucker wanted on the warrants of yep. transporting... Yeah. I mean, he's, he's guilty of federal crimes. Does that give a Texas here, look, look at this. Look at this morning here. It does look very morning. Yep. Um, it yeah. looks more beautiful. I poetic, poetic license. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, so I did not think about that angle. I th- oh wait, wait. This might still be sunset. That's that's sunset. Is what's happening there? Oh. Although it's happening in the west, they're going south momentarily. Yeah, that's sunset, obviously. Looping around. The water truck. <laughs> Great sidekick. There's the massage. That's a great uh, leather hat she's wearing. Okay, we're shiny, shiny Mike. Yep. Spider Mike, now Shiny Mike. Uh, he is he's captured there. So the plan is a he needs to be in Alvarez, Texas. This little scene's pretty great. Here. Sorry, we'll give him a chance to drop. No, we just gotta get a couple pictures. No, no, I don't think so. You're not gonna get no pictures. That's you know what you do with your money, huh? That's big nasty uh, being Policing. the bouncer. Yes. Yeah, and 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 bouncing the paparazzi. Uh, We're trying to take pictures of the semi-naked truckers. Yep. Yep. It's pretty uh, great. It's pretty great. Uh, it's it's fun. It lets it know it's like a it's like a society. This yeah. is a community. They're- well, it's, it also just I think like the, it, it's one of those things where we see Big Nasty as a recurring character. Yes, I think most people who watch this movie <laughs> don't do not. <laughs> I think you do. He's he's he's, a, he's one of the characters that stick in your mind. Okay. I mean, would you say that would you say that the convoy at this moment has become sort of some uh, communistic ideal? I don't know about communistic. I mean, like, everyone's just getting along. People are doing their part. Big nasties. You know, I mean, yeah, the camp does have that kind of vibe to it, sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. although it is being policed by there are, there's, the law. It is a police state, So it's not yeah. an anarchy. No. Well, I'm saying it's not like everyone gets along. You don't need the state. The state mm. is making this possible. Yeah. But let's take a step back. Mm. So the plan is, one, bait. You need Spider Mike. Spider in, Mike bait. In Spider bait. Texas. Spider bait. Spider bait. You know what they did? Black Betty. Uh, the best version of Black Betty. Very good. Uh, so he is he is in Okay, let's just go on. We, we're running out of time here. We only have 50 minutes left to unpack this five minutes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so he is in Texas. He is in Texas, and uh, oh, are you giving me background as the plan goes? Hey, hey, Black Betty, you're bad about it. Black Betty got a job. Black Betty got a job. Very good. Very good. Uh, so he is in Texas, is the first plan. His plan two is the word needs to get out. Yeah. And by the time, by the time the trucks make it to Texas, Sheriff Wilde needs to be in Alvarez, Texas. Sheriff who? Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Lyle Wallace. Sheriff Lyle. Okay, he needs got it, yeah. to be in Alvarez, Texas by the time the truckers arrive. Yeah. Instead, he's getting there before the news gets out. 
Uh-huh. By a pilot shipping him there directly. You're saying he's be, he's being aggressive in his timing. I don't know why he's leaving Santa Fe to go to Texas unless he's intentionally snubbing the governor, saying, I don't need you. I'm going to Alfred, Texas to hang out with my thug policeman accomplice and wait for the truck. I just to- like that, I mean, at some point someone believed it was it was going to be a problem, like a plot hole. <laughs> That, uh, around how he got there so quickly, and, and, and they needed to add a line explaining how, like, why he got there so quickly. Yes, and this is also <laughs> this is apparently not in the shooting script because there's a lot of garbage in here. We'll get into page full of convoy at some point. How about right now? Uh, yeah, once you uh, start it up, I'll be back in a second. This is a page full of convoy. <laughs> All right, welcome to a page full of Convoy, where we dissect the novelization of the movie Convoy, written by B.W.L. Norton, the very same B.W.L. Norton who wrote the screenplay for the movie Convoy. This is where we learn how disastrous <laughs> the original uh, screenplay seems to have been, as reflected in this uh, wonderful, wonderful novelization. Uh, so the expert on Pageful Convoy is our very own um, Hervey Ockles, who is not in the studio right now. So, eh, correction, correction. What are, you, what are you talking about? He is in the studio. I'm very much in the studio. So, uh, Pageful Convoy, this is this is not a good book. It's called Convoy. I've explained. I've already explained all I that stuff. I heard what you said. Okay. Uh, so, it's not very good. So, here's the thing. Uh, from about page 67, this book, okay, first off, how many pages? We know this. We did this. 175 pages. 175. So pages... A liter. Six, 67 to 134, almost half the book. Yeah. Most of these are not in the movie. <laughs> yes. So we know a little bit. This is from the Kino Lorber Blu-ray. There are three deleted scenes that are known from shooting script and some photographs. We need to get our hands on the real shooting script, but we know there's three deleted scenes. I'd imagine some photographs. Some nutrition, I bet. Um, so... It uh, most of these scenes are not not in the movie. They're not very good. It's terrible. So do you want me to just summarize what happens? Let's go. Let's go. One, two, three. So there's a scene with Darlene, which there's. Uh, well, we, we have our very own. We have Darlene on the show today. Possibly. Yeah. We have uh, to give a Darlene's perspective, but I don't know if this is the case or not. Yeah. So Darlene. Very good. So we have a. It's, it's a very strange scene. This happens sometime around the Chuck Arnaldi sequence where a uh, woman inside the road pulls over a pig pen and they have a love connection or they're about to. And then she <laughs> accuses him of rape and says, give me money. Yeah. So that's the plot in the book. Yeah, in the in the, in the movie, deleted scene, apparently she never blackmails him. Yeah, so it's just this very bizarre scene <laughs> where, where she gets in, she's hitchhiking, and she I think, gets in I the think cab. The joke in the movie is his cab is full of pigs, and she now hates it, and she has to get out. Uh, I think okay. that's the joke. It's hard to say because we only we only see photographs. I could be wrong. That's a weird dimension on which to. Okay, he says ignore the pig smell and stuff like that. Oh, uh, funny. It's pretty funny. Very funny. Okay, so in the book. Sheriff Lyle Walls, he gets a car out of Agua Dolce, Allington, the book, and he leaves. He tries to get to a talk by the governor with Rubber Duck mm-hmm. in time. So he is constantly chasing. He is pulled over 
by uh, some folks in a uh, city called uh, Santa Rosa here. And they say, hey, can I use your car because his car breaks? And he says, here's an Arizona Shield. And I'm just going to read this to you. And he says, of course it is. And it says, well, the guy says, Arizona Shields, yep. of course it is, on special assignment. Got deputized back in Allington this afternoon. This just wasn't going exactly or the way Lyle planned. Just then, he felt a pinprick in his side. Only it wasn't no damn pin. The blade of Tom's knife had to be at least six inches long. Who? What? What? Yeah, he gets he gets stabbed in the side by a man, and then he ke- says, "I'm going to kill you." It's weird. It's really weird. Very weird. I'm gl- This is not. This is not good. So he he. And then they steal his wallet. His and Wallace wallet. The wall. The Wallace Wallace's wallet. Wallace's wallet. Yes, and uh, leave him. I think not for dead, but he did get six inches of a knife stuck into his side. Wait, wait I thought he, I thought he just, it was described as a pinprick. Except it wasn't no damn pin. Yeah, but I, the, to me that that read as oh, it's they, the tip of it. Yeah, they just threatened to stab him. Sure, not they, okay. not they fully stabbed they, him. They okay, yeah, fair enough, <laughs> fair enough. All it does is like he bleeds or something. Well, a pinprick. Yeah, but it was it wasn't no. Damn oh, and then pin. he says, "Let me stick him, Len." Tom begged from behind Lyle's shoulder. There ain't no one around. Nah, Len decides too much hassle. Besides, you stick that nice shiny blade in that, you're gonna ruin it. Good, so good gr- reasoning. Great. So, All right. Uh, there's some scenes about people having. Convoy parties. Convoy parties sprang up in New York, Chicago, oh, no. Denver, and San Francisco. Oh, no. They took the absurd but appropriate form of thronging into busy intersections, hugging, kissing, blowing grass in the traffic. <laughs> what? The police as well be damned. So this is the this is the media effect exploration thing that we, we talked about on the interview with the dog. Bars. Yeah, so let's just talk about in a lesser movie where you would see constant scenes of people watching their television in the convoy and cheering. You'd yeah. see lesser scenes of newscasters say, we've never seen a phenomenon like this. You'd see lesser scenes of this phenomenon. you see people going to intersections and smoking weed all across the country, and the movie very pointedly does not have it. And yep. so much that's, better for that's it. That's Peck and Paw. Peck and Pesk. Peck and Pesk. Uh, blah, 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 blah. It goes on. He, he gets another truck. Oh, here's a weird detail. Uh, so Chuck Arnoldi, when he talks to Melissa, he says, uh, says he knew, as did anyone who listened to the radio or watched television that, that day, that her name is Melissa Dawes and she was a well-known photojournalist. <laughs> well-known. She's well-known in the book. That's good. So uh, sh- there's a scene, chapter 8 starts with Sheriff Wiles in jail. <laughs> <laughs> what? And, and Lyle and, and Agent Hamilton shows up. To get him out of jail. Wow. And says, okay. And he says, what happened? He says, oh, he was trying to get across the country to get to this this whole convention. Which I'd say this rings true to some extent that he is he is not really wanted by anybody. It sounds like. Yeah. That his authority <laughs> kind of ends sounds at like his county. Sounds like Hamilton has to be the babysitter for him. But yeah. it sounds like no one respects him. And he's just going around like a goon. Yeah. Whereas in the movie. He's I think, got the master plan in the movie. He has a somewhat like uh, mess, uh, Lucifer messianic I would say Mestisopheles Masonic Mestis, me, how do you say that Mephistopheles. there you go Mephistopheles Mr. he's Mephistophelistic Mes- perfect I need to get more water so he he's just showing up in every scene for no good reason it's like is Lyle Wallace here let's get Lyle Wallace on the phone bam Mephistophelistic yeah he's just in the background of these scenes like there's no logic to where he is in the book he's actually getting around and there is a lot of detail on how he gets around so he's driving around he's out of gas uh, and then he is pulled over 
so then other people are saying, hey, you see this this trucker, this this Sheriff Wallace? I hate this guy. This guy sounds like he's, he's guilty of in, in, uh, entrapment. I hate him. So then he's trying to get around. He's out of gas. No one's giving him stuff. And then eventually he's at a gas station. He has no money. So then he says, give me the money. I'm, I'm a sheriff of the law. I need to get gas. Is that and, how that works? Yeah. And then they say, uh, Mr. Lawless, I'm afraid you to come along with us. He says, you're arresting me? Let's say you to come with us. And says, I'm not going. and got the time. And then they punch him in the stomach and put him in jail. Because they think he's just a guy trying to get free gas. Good. Um, this is like 60 pages. It's so bad. Great. It's really bad. Uh, it says over here, this is a note about the camps. A couple of Satan's mothers passed by, casually offering bong hits of angel dust. Satan's mothers? I believe it's a. It's either a reference to Hell's Angels, or there is a, another biker group oh. called Satan's Mothers. Okay. Uh, look that up. Yep. Yeah, you're on those Satan's Mothers. Should team. I look up Angel Dust too? Well, Angel Dust is a. I know it is a powder. Do you actually do bong hits of Angel Dust? Is that a thing? P- PCP. Saints. Okay, Satan's Mothers. The Satan's Mothers are a fictional New York City motorcycle gang. In 1979. What? <laughs> what do you mean they're the fictional? Sa- <laughs> what do you mean they're fictional in 79? They're fictional in 78. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Satan's Mothers MC Motorcycle Club, although it's spelled with a M-O-T-E-R cycle, are a fictional New York City motorcycle gang in 1979. One of the heaviest sets in New York, they are a ruthless gang who deal in weapons, including knives, and drugs, including Flash. Oh, the Warriors. They're from the Warriors. They won't let anyone mess with their rep and never hesitate to kill anyone who tries to cross them. So you are you are on the Warriors Wikia. I am on the Warriors <laughs> Wiki. What's the Warriors? It's a movie by a, a George Hill. Walter Hill, excuse me. Uh... <laughs> Okay, so that's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. I, I I would say it seems unlikely that they uh, that they took this from. The I think book. I think maybe just two people have the same idea, which is Hell's Angels, Satan's Mothers. Exactly. Yeah. So in this, they're offering, but within the span of a couple of years of each other, so that's kind of surprising. It is. Okay, we also. Oh, sorry, we're in the middle of page full convoy. Let's keep going. So Angel Dust is PCP. Uh, so oh, PCP. Yeah. Use a bong for PCP? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's it's powder. It's it's dust. If you lace with P, I don't know. It's, I don't know. So that's just a small detail. Blah blah blah. More stuff. It's garbage. This goes on for a while. I think this might be the end of it. Yeah. I, uh, in the book, Spider Mike's full name is Michael Golden. Ooh. Anything else here? Stay golden, Shiny Mike. <laughs> Spider Mike. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's All right. Been... Very I good. That's been a page full of Convoy. That's a big weight off my shoulders. That's 60 pages I read. Wow. And now to summarize, because I can't get that a close reading, because it's too much garbage. I can't do 60 pages a close reading of that. We don't have the time for it. Okay. Nobody does. Okay. Oh, fall back to Earth about 18. Fall back to Earth about 18. Okay, so here's the... Wow, this has gotten very loud. I really love this truck. How's that water going over there? Great. Okay, so here's the, the probably the main big other set of things. Before we get to themes... No, we have a lot more to talk about. Well, the, the big thing I think we need definitely need to talk about 
yeah. is the rubber duck Melissa attempt at chemistry. Oh, yeah, that's a big thing to talk about. <laughs> okay, look at this. This is the scene with the television in the background. Yeah. It looks like a back of the suburbs. Yeah. And they're, what is this family? Who are these I think people? that might be, like, More people, the only... More people, tongue, they're is, riding on bikes. Is More that... people... Here's a question. Are the showers co-ed? Well, they seem to be. So there's a groupie in the back. Massage is co-ed. So... No, I don't. It's not the kid from the uh, thing. Oh, you're right. Actually, this is the dude's shower. This is the dude shower. Well, no. And then, and then there's a women's shower with rubber duck in it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So here's here's the here's breakdown of the rubber duck Melissa exchange. Before I break, break yeah. it down, one more superficial thing. Break it down. The water truck in the background says Michigan on it. <laughs> Hey, they came from all over. It's really weird. Okay. Uh, so, Melissa gets offered $500 for her photos. Yes. By a person who needs it for a syndicate. Yep. She counters with $2,500. For the first installment. For the first installment only. Yes. Uh, then Rubber Duck comes over and, and in a very weird line, so says, You're selling me out. Hey, hey, this oh. is no time to be talking business. <laughs> Which that was really funny because, like, of all the times thus far, this is probably the best time so far in the movie to be talking business. Is his point that we're both naked? I don't know what his point is. I think his point is we both are not wearing clothes. I don't think we should talk about money right now. We should get in my truck. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Um, then uh, Melissa says, we're going to need money because I see a lot of lawyers in our future. And I'm involved. <laughs> And I'm involved. Just such an awkward. <laughs> well, let's play this next time comes around. Okay, I, I wrote down. This is the most awkward. Okay, let's actually. Here is the actual lines. He says, uh, "Hey, you're the rubber duck." This is some third person. Says, "That's right. I'm in a real hurry. I'm just trying to work a deal. So my brothers and I." He says, "You're all wet. Is that so? It's becoming. Guess what? What? I'm about to sell you out." You all right? Here we go. Here we go. Story or any photographs you might have, and we'll give you a very good deal. What's a very good deal? Oh, if the photographs are good, uh, five hundred dollars. <laughs> More like twenty-five hundred dollars. Then you'll have an exclusive for the first installment. Yeah, I don't think they'll. Hey, go for hey, that. hey! This is no time to be talking business. Excuse me, please. I think I'll get dressed. Hey, you're the rubber duck, right? But I'm in a real hurry now. I'm trying to work a deal. So am I, brother. So am I. <laughs> He's trying to have sex with Melissa. Okay, got it. You're all wet. Is that so? It's becoming. Guess what? What? I'm about to sell you out. And we go back to Spider Mike. There's so little chemistry there. <laughs> I mean, she. Convoy. There's not much natural chemistry. No. And they're both they're both physically fit and attractive people. Yeah. I mean But no my so I wrote down Duck is totally indifferent to her involvement. Um for back. stories. The hell you're not. We're talking about a lot of money. Whoever buys the story is gonna have to pay through the nose. I believe that. <laughs> and we're gonna need it, because I see a lot of lawyers in our future. You do, huh? Mm-hmm. And I'm involved. Yara. What in? Don't give me any more of your nonsense, please. I'm really trying to help. I know you are. I'm serious. I'm really interested in knowing what it is you think you're involved in. 
Humanitarian. <laughs> hey, okay, subtext. Yeah. Is Rubber Duck drunk? Uh, no, I think that's just how he talks. He doesn't talk that. He's, he's slurring. Yeah. He's I'll tell a, you who we know wasn't drunk. Chris Christopherson. Well, yes, but he's on the wagon. Well, that's, that's the Dog Brothers seem like they, he may have not have been at some point. There was some dispute about that, yes. Yes, uh, but the question is, is Rubber Duck drunk? Because he's slurring his words, which I'm sure Christopherson would be able to do intentionally. <laughs> Back to okay, you make a good point. Well, I'm actually, I was trying to compare to this scene, but he does sound drunk here too. Does he never? Does he ever not sound drunk in this movie? You really love this truck, don't you? I certainly <laughs> do not love this truck. <laughs> you ought to meet Ramble Jack Elliott. Talk about a man who loves a truck, bumper to bumper. His name is Dog Kenworth. I like knowing how she runs, but I just really been driving. <laughs> It's really the driving. <laughs> I mean, everything... Ab- yeah, Yeah, he sounded drunk there. <laughs> he does. I mean, I don't think he does for most of the movie, right? Not earlier, no. Yeah. Really just at night. Is he just exhausted, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Yep. <laughs> I just love his answers to all that. <laughs> yeah. all he basically answers- just repeats when or he's, he's like, you are, aren't you? He says, you're all wet. <laughs> It's becoming. What? You all right? You ain't selling no stories. I believe that. You do? Uh? You are? Uh? Okay, that's that's his lines. I Yeah, this is why I wrote down, Duck is totally indifferent to her involvement. <laughs> He's indifferent to the scene. He is. Yes. He, he does not want to be in the scene he is in. Which is, I feel, when you have a scene between people in a screenplay... You usually have a reason they want to talk to each other. And in this scene, I mean, Rubber Duck wants to move on to a next scene. He has no interest in the conversation they're in. Yeah. But it doesn't serve any purpose either. <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a scene. Well, I think it's trying to develop their relationship, but there's no... Which is that he's indifferent to her? I, I don't... That's... It's... Yeah, it's really weird. I don't know what's going on. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. All right. Are we ready to talk themes, though? I think we don't have any. No themes? Themes happening organically. Wow, okay. All right. Yeah. Organic themes. Do we want uh, with fresh eyes? Well, it matters uh, whether our guests will come in time. Go. Thank you, sir, but I don't need any more of your help. Let's go live. See, so in this scene, Lyle seems sympathetic, Spider Man. Yes, he does. Yeah. Er- if I hear anything about your kid, I'll let you know. He's like, ah, uh, you know, I feel sorry. Like, you. If I hear anything about your like kid. I'm going to be with us for a while. Yeah. What for? Bait. Yeah, it's kind of like that. With, sorry, this has to happen. We need to do what we need to do. You got it in the middle. Yeah. I feel bad for you, but. Well, earlier he said. My wife is about to uh, to pop, and, he's, yeah. and he pauses and he says, who's the father? And he's taunting him. Yeah. At this point, he says, yes, it's your kid, and yeah. I'll give you the courtesy of letting you know if there's any news about your kid. That's You know, don't hit a man when he's down. Yeah. yeah. So, Spider Mike asks, he asks, what am I in here for? I mean, he is wanted on warrants. Yeah. I mean, in... So I mean, yes, it's better to say bait because it makes it clear for the audience. Yeah. But it would have been reasonable to say you're under 
arrest for evading arrest after... No, I think bait was way better. No, it's better, but it, it's, it makes it sound like the implication is you're here for no good reason except as bait. But it's also true. They have a valid reason to have him under arrest. Mm. It, is com- it is completely within their right as police to put him under arrest. Sure. So here's another question. Did he work explicitly with Tony Alvarez? Or did he just put an all-points bolt into every Texas sheriff and policeman he knew, say, capture this man, he's under arrest, I know he's going through Texas? Because it doesn't seem like he has any special involvement with Tony Alvarez. I think, no, but I think he I think he was targeting Alvarez specifically as a point he knew Spider-Mike would go through. And I'm involved. I'm involved. A lot of reaction shots of Widow Woman to watching them. Yeah, yeah. And I can't, I think she's like, oh, how sweet. I think that's her her take. I think it's kind of those things when you have bad takes, you have a reaction shot because yeah. it helps you avoid the bad flow of bad Makes it look shots. less awkward. Yeah. Yes, I think that's what's going on here. Yeah. It is a nice shot. They're walking towards his truck and they're swaying, which to me evokes the fact that he may be drunk. And the shot behind them seems to be a, a handheld, which which waves a bit, too. Mm. It's a nice, free-floating thing. It makes it feel like there's this rigorous world of camps and walls and things, mm. and there are just two people walking around under a tree. I think it's nice. I think it's a nice shot. All right. Heavy bokeh. Oh, yeah, bokeh. Tackled that on a previous show. Well, there's more bokeh. So, any more of the timeline we need to figure out? I think we got most things here. I think we got all the things. Yeah, yeah. So, Tony Alvarez, well, it's it's open question whether the gender is on. Tony Alvarez, I'd like to talk about his fashion for a second. He wears a cowboy hat made out of kind of looks like synthetic straw. I'm not sure. It looks like those hats mm. like Cuban people wear, like with the short brims, like a fedora, but short brims. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Cubano. Yeah, is, are they Cubanos? No, that's a sandwich. Might be a Cubano. Uh, Search for Cuban hat. I mean, to me, they look Cuban. Cuban hat. Oh, with the little the band around it like that. The, yeah. The fabric looks like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. Um, it's a fedora. I think it might be a trilby. It might be a trilby. Like, a Cuban trilby. I just see Cuban fedora here. Oh, whatever. To me, to me, I just—it's the fabric. Uh, oh, pa- a Panama hat? No, it's not a Panama. That's a big white hat. Uh, so this is saying, banded Panama. Whatever. This one is just called straw hat. <laughs> well, what I mean, it's a ten-dollar straw hat. But that kind of material—that's not just usual straw. It's. But he's wearing a, a small brimmed cowboy hat out of a similar plastic-looking shiny material. Look at his hat. Mm. And there's nothing weird about uh, Tony Alvarez. He's wearing an ascot. Isn't that? That weird? is weird. Isn't that weird? Because an ascot to me. As a as a policeman, that's a weird. Yeah. What do you think when you think ascot? I think like polo clubs. Yeah, you think of a really like rich dude. Yeah. You would have enjoyed it. The elite. The elite. The like yuppie preppy. The the. Uh, preppies. Man, you sure know how it's to weird. Hurt. Wow, that is weird. I'll bleep Josie, whatever you say. It just don't hit me anymore. I didn't hit you. I help you up. Thank you, sir, but I don't need any more of your help. 
It's a good scene for Spider Mike. He's good in this. Let's go live. Yeah. Tiny Alvarez is thug. He's a yeah, thug, yeah. He says, boy. I didn't hit you. I, I helped you up. Okay, so that, Tuesday. That, that is when I was carrying you. Tuesday. <laughs> on the beach. Yes. Tuesday was the first of this month on the calendar on the wall. Okay. But it, I believe it says September 1971. It's weird. It doesn't seem to be accurate. I mean, it could be old. 1971 would be fine. I mean, someone could have carved it years ago. You said, okay. So Tuesday the 1st was a Monday. That's going to give you enough clues, right? Oh, if the photographs are good. Uh, okay, so on uh, June 77, Tuesday, uh, the first was a Wednesday. Let's say June 76, first was a Tuesday. So it seems okay. So the so the so 1976 was when the calendar was carved on the wall of the jail cell. Oh, if it's this, I think it's a previous month. It's before. I thought you were talking about the actual calendar across the hallway. Oh yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Okay, so here, uh, let's talk about music in the background. I'm about to sell you out. You all right? You all right? You, you were that convoy? This is the janitor. Don't you worry. I'll get you help. See, and but- Spider Mike is thinking, is this good or bad? You think? I mean, I <coughs> when I watched this, I thought... Great, yeah, getting help. But I mean, this the whole plan. That's why he's big. No. Well, but so, oh, but, but, but here's the background. That. And we're going to need it because I see a lot of lawyers in our future. You do, huh? Mm-hmm. And I'm involved. Yara. Yeah, huh? Oh, the Republican thing. Don't give me any more of your nonsense, please. I'm really trying to help. I know you are. I'm serious. I'm really interested in knowing what it is you think you're involved in. So, okay, in the that ba- song. The that song, song in the background was on the Convoy soundtrack. For being, wow. That's uh, Crystal Gale with Don't Make My Brown Eyes Blue. Wow. Uh, here's nothing in this uh, scene with the governor. There's a bunch of stacked chairs behind them. It's kind of weird. And the other thing is, what do you think they're looking at? Oh, they're looking at something? Well, they're clearly looking at something. I think they're looking at a dossier. I'm guessing they're looking at a TV. You'd see light in their faces from the TV. Oh, that's true. Okay. Maybe it's a very dark TV. So, I, okay, so all the songs in the Convoy soundtrack, let's go them through. Let's see if we heard them. Lucille, Kenny Rogers. Lucille. Yes. You don't have to... Wear don't, the don't red light tonight. Yeah, you don't have to wear... Lucille, you don't have to wear the red light. The classic Lucille, you don't, you don't have, have to wear, wear the, the red, red light tonight. Lucille. I'm pretty sure I got all the words right there. Uh, we, I believe that was playing at the at the Glidon. Cowboys don't get lucky all the time. Gene Watson. I'm not sure I remember that being played. Hmm, I don't know that one. Don't it make my brown eyes blue. Crystal Gale played in the background during the scene. I cheat on a good woman's love. Billy Crash Craddock. I don't know if you've heard that one. Okie from Muskogee. I know we haven't heard that one yet. No. Southern Lights, Glenn Campbell. No. Not sure we heard that one. Blanket on the Ground, Billy Joe Spears. That was playing in the background of the deleted scene sequence in the Kino Lorber thing, uh, but I don't know where it is in the movie. Keep on the Sunny Side, Doc Watson. Keep on the Sunny Side. That was playing in the background of the Glide-In. As, as keep on the Sunny correct, Side the song. of Life. And Walk Right Back, Anne Murray. That is that was happening in uh, Love Machine's cab. Oh, 
He was walking right back in the cab. So, oh. are we ready for with fresh eyes? Hey, I found the fresh eyes. So, okay, how are we gonna? Let's. Once, I think, you, once you step into this uh, this ste- chamber. Okay, step into the chamber. <laughs> step into the chamber. So right, it well, might we gotta, be. We do it, have to wait. It might be easier if we, we just wait three minutes. If we just have this happen here, right? Yeah. Or we should we go? Switch no, to we're the, just gonna do it right here because it's yeah. Yeah. So okay, so we have a very special guest from the deleted scene, um, of the of convoy. Sure. So I'm I, I'm going to get off. Are you here. yielding? I'm yielding. Okay. I'm yielding my seat. Oh, our fresh eyes have escaped. Um, so we've a very fresh eyes is a very popular pause it, segment. Did you? No, 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 Okay, all right. All it's right. a very popular segment. Very popular. I, fresh, with Fresh Eyes, I think it's a bad segment, but we'll talk about that later. It's where someone who's not seen the five minutes, it makes most sense at the beginning of it because it yeah. gives Fresh Eyes. But yes, it but makes, this is where someone who's never seen any of Convoy watches five minutes, watches five minutes and, and, and gives their reactions and just and, to and set tries expectations. tries to construct a plot around it. Tries to, tries to infer what is happening, and we are not really allowed to say anything. Yes. Yeah. In fact, let's just say we're not allowed to say anything. We're not allowed to say a single word. That'll make it simpler. <laughs> Okay, we're not allowed to say anything. Yeah. Only the special guest. Um, How many more minutes we have? We've got two more minutes. Two more minutes, okay. Okay, so let's stall for two minutes. Let's stall for two minutes. Keep on the sunny side, always on the sunny side. side. Keep on the sunny side of life. Okay, here's something. Here's something that means this doesn't give anything away. In the background, they're playing Red River Valley song. Red River Valley, a classic cowboy song. Hmm. It's a, you know the a song? CCS. Yes, it's 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 a good great song, and they're all playing it. Well, I don't, I don't describe, know Red River Valley, but that does sound pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, it was used in the movie Red River, the hmm. uh, classic Howard Hawks, uh, John Wayne, Montgomery Cliff movie. Um, it became a, uh, a surf hit for uh, Johnny and the Hurricanes. They did Red River Rock in uh, 1959. Uh, hmm. Where you go? I guess it sounds surfy to me, but it's an Oregon rock and roll instrumental. I'm about to. Uh, Pass my Pass it on. over? Okay. Welcome. Welcome, Fresh Eyes. Hello. Welcome. Or, thank you. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be welcomed. I've never been welcomed to my own show before, and I, I feel like that's... That's we're that was welcome. actually quite nice, yeah. It's nice to be. Yeah, uh, yeah it's good a to be. It's, show. it's we're wel- we're very welcoming. Okay, so are you prepared in about in about uh, forty seconds? You're not. You're not. You don't actually have the. the I'm the back. Uh, back on mic. The video is not up. It's How do gonna. We get it's video? gonna pop up. It's, it's gonna, gonna f- pop up. Oh yeah. right, M player pops up every time. <laughs> okay. Okay. The video is gonna pop up in about thirty seconds, and then it will be on you to describe everything you are seeing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, you don't have to like physically describe everything. You just no. Need just to. describe what you think is happening in the general plot of the. Don't don't you don't do anything. It's just gonna happen. Just gonna happen. Just gonna happen. Where's it? Where's Just don't worry. Don't all, worry. All across the entire screen. <laughs> it's it's ready. <laughs> it's prepped. It's just gonna spring into being. And bam. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Eyes on the screen. Okay. Okay. So I can just start. Now. Yes. Is this? Hmm. Okay, so there are men, three men in suits and uh, dark shadows over their faces. Interesting. They're talking business, they must be. <laughs> Cigar smoke. I'm afraid Sheriff Wallace left for Texas. Shiny, shiny, dark eyes. What the hell is he going to do in Texas? Mustaches. We run the RPM up about 2100. Now the bokeh effect. Now this is a nice scene. Um... So, open road, looks like 
love this truck. This must be the convoy. I certainly Focus on the first truck. Late you night, uh, right after the sunset. Oh, there are a lot of police cars following. But it looks peaceful, so I guess they're not chasing them down. Interesting. Looks like the southwest? Now, a bunch of men <laughs> showering outside. Looks like the water's coming out of the spout of their uh, truck exhaust or something. <laughs> Looks like a summer fair, except for the men showering. Oh, they're women too. They don't look that dirty in the first place, though. <laughs> Interesting. Um, looks like oh, there's a whole community. Look, I guess this. I guess this group is actually the convoy, and they all included uh, kids, police officers, women, the truck drivers. Now there, there's a jail cell. It's dark again. Looks like a sheriff's uniform, or I don't know, two of them. And there's a man. Oh, in the corner. In the dark. Someone's mopping the floor. It's all cement, cement walls. There's chalk drawings on the sides. That's Calendar. He's been there for a while. Oh, he's bloody. And his shirt's ripped up. Look, I'm guessing he's one of the truckers. Interesting. <laughs> who, um, maybe was left behind because of the silence compared to how happy and relaxed everyone looked in that other scene. Looks like he must have been put in this cell. And maybe, I don't know, there's so many people, maybe the convoy forgot that someone was missing. Interesting. <laughs> and didn't realize. Looks like you're going to be with us for a while. What for? His eyes puffy too. Bait. I called him bait. I actually realized I hadn't been really listening. I don't think they really said anything until just Interesting. now. Interesting. <laughs> won't do that. Not his style. Yeah, I think Listen, it was all just a scenery. Now there's the I, yeah. Where's that water deal. coming from? So What's back at the shower. Looks oh, like a. Businessman or newscaster talking to without a microphone. Must be a businessman. He's wearing um like beige colored a beige colored suit, very seventies looking. So am I, brother. So am I. You're all wet. Is that so? It's becoming. Guess what? What? I'm about to sell you out. They said very few things so far. <laughs> Interesting. Don't you worry. I'll get you help. So basically, there's been three characters. One, the police officers are calling the man in the cell bait. And then I ain't selling no stories. the other two, the truck driver and the other star, the shower scene. You want to listen to this? I believe that. And we're going to need it, because I see a lot of lawyers in our future. You do, huh? Mm -hmm. And I'm involved. You are, huh? 
What in? Don't give me any more of your nonsense, please. I'm really trying to help. I know you are. I'm serious. I'm really interested in knowing what it is you think you're involved in. Let <laughs> me stop you then. All right. It's just great. Okay, so. That was a very successful With Fresh Eyes segment. So, uh, I would say you, you, you identified probably most of the details <laughs> <laughs> that we've been talking about for the past hour and a half. So, extrapolate. Tell me the story of Convoy based on what you saw in that five minutes. Um. You said, you said it's about a truck being left behind. Kind of a home alone situation. <laughs> It looks like, I don't know, I'm to guess, maybe people were following this convoy with plans in mind, and only one of the truckers was captured to try to progress towards this plan. It's probably a business, some kind of plan to make, I don't know, business plan, or maybe there's a grudge against the main trucker. Interesting. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. I don't know anybody's. Uh, rubber duck. For rubber duck. Character who's cut out. <laughs> right. Yeah. So and, okay. That's and the thing we talked about too. Is you. So this is a segment called Darlene to Darlene. Uh, so you can give a Darlene's perspective, and you watched a scene in which a woman named Darlene accused a trucker of trying to rape her. How do you feel about the, that scene? Well, the deleted scene was really short. <laughs> it was, so it was, it was hard to follow. I liked that it showed bits of the script. And so the script was very simple, too. But how did um, the scene make you feel? Um, like, yeah. Good on you for jumping out of the truck. But <laughs> um, I don't know. It just seems very 70s, like machismo. I don't know. What yeah. Well, how do you feel about masculinity in this se- sequence? Uh, looks... I'm going to guess they try to go shirtless at and every moment they can. This <laughs> That's scene, accurate. What are they doing? <laughs> it's like public, like they're all dirty. So like, yeah, let's stop and shoot up the hose up in the air, two of them, and we'll all get under, under it. That's kind of basically what's happening. Uh, I'll give you the detail of the convo up to this point <laughs> later. But uh, yeah. right now? Yeah, so convo is a story about a trucker named Rubber Duck. He uh, he befriends a woman, a well-known photographer named Melissa Dawes, <laughs> and they uh, they get caught up in a jam of, of 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 grudges. An old an old friend, Sheriff Lyle Wallace of Natosha County, Arizona, uh, it, uh, accuses them of speeding when they are, but he entraps them, and then they get in a fight, and then they cross several state lines. It's mostly... Uh, Only one state line so far. Well, yes, but in the whole course of the movie. That's when the man act enters the picture. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so it's largely uh, a real-life explanation of federalism in action. Uh, anything else we get just, into? Just like Hamilton. Just like... Oh, what a beautiful play. <sighs> the play of our times. Have you seen Hamilton this week? No. Oh, you got to see week Hamilton, in Hamilton this week. We is, do that, is there a podcast? Should we do this week in Hamilton the podcast? We, it would be like it should be like uh, the Convoy Blu-ray being done by people who hate Convoy. <laughs> are there are there are there are there Hamilton, Hamilton podcasts out there? Hate cast? No, but are there are there? Oh yes, there are. There must be. There must yeah. be dozens. They are <laughs> legion. Okay, I'm going to go to the other room. Okay. All right. Well, so that's. I was very impressed. That was uh, you picked up on, especially the like the the their truck using they're using the truck as the shower. Um, that was a detail that I didn't get. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Slapping, uh, what is it? What is that for, really? 
It's for I think it's for watering crops, but they're using it as a shower instead. Or roads. Or roads. Oh, roads. Yeah, good good point. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks. So I'm back in this room. Welcome back. Hello, hello. You sound the same as you did in the in the other room. All right. Almost, okay. <laughs> I think the doors door fine. Okay, okay, okay. That's, All right. That was a successful with fresh eyes. That segment. was. I would say that's the only successful with fresh eyes segment so far. We had two so far. Yep. One person. Was was contemptuous of the podcast mm-hmm. and didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And one person was, I think, mostly, very very friendly and willing. I think mostly go with it. It was confusing as they kept leaving the room yes. repeatedly, <laughs> and that caused problems. <laughs> yeah. So that was the main two problems. We've got requests to be uh, for other people to join with fresh eyes. Should we let them? Requests? People are asking. Yeah, are uh, some of our Twitter fans? The Twitter fans. Wow, they are legion. They are legion. They are legion. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we may we may have. Well, that was successful in a way that has convinced me. Maybe with fresh eyes is not entirely without merit. Great. Great. But, um, Fantastic. Yeah. But I still think it's one of the weaker segments. Speaking of weaker amazing segments, amazing. I should not have made that transition. Uh, <laughs> we have one of our favorite. No, we have our favorite segment coming up soon. Here. Uh, nope. Nope, no nope, nope. <laughs> Do you know YouTube is an American video sharing website headquartered in the San Bruno, California, United States? <laughs> That's a great thing. When you Google YouTube.com, you get information about what YouTube is. The service was created by the three former PayPal employees in February 2005. Fascinating. So it's interesting. She says, you're going to see a lot of lawyers in our future. Mm-hmm. She is saying in that that you are not just going to escape. We are going to face the law. Yes. That's what she's saying. Is that reasonable? Do you think it's a chance that at this point he's not going to prison? We're not um, going to prison for long? I mean, if he can make it to Mexico. No, no, but she is saying you're going to need a lot of lawyers, meaning you're staying in the States, mm-hmm. and you are going to you are going to acquit yourself. That's what she's saying. Is that reasonable? Well, you're, the, the Mac's not on. You can play oh, that. Oh, great. Is that reasonable? Uh, that she, is, she be, is she dreaming? Is she dreaming? Because that's really her role here. Wait, are you saying you think this whole thing is a dream? Yes, that it's is all the dream sequence. That's what I'm saying yes. Are you I, there was a theory advanced uh, online um, on the convoy forums we host? No, uh, that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean at Disneyland is a reverse dream sequence. Explain. And that the um, portrait is it a dreamer of a Bayou man? That the portrait you see of a woman in the captain's cabin. At the beginning of the ride, the pirate woman is the fully piratized version of the woman who's being auctioned off later in the bride auction scene. I need later to take a step ride. back. Yes. What is a reverse dream <laughs> sequence? That's the question I have. Yeah, I was confused too. I think it is. A, I mean, you know, a dream sequence. So, like, a dream it's sequence all a dream. is when it's not a dream. Then you have a dream, yeah. and then it's not a dream anymore. Yeah. Maybe one of the two framing devices might be omitted, yeah. but at okay. least so one So a reverse is- dream sequence would either be it's a dream, and then it's not a dream, and then it's a dream again. <laughs> a, so a reverse dream sequence is when someone briefly <laughs> wakes up from a dream and goes, and then back, goes back to that dream. With possibly one end omitted. <laughs> So a, a reverse or, dream sequence is a waking or, up sequence. No, I believe it is a dream played backwards. I think that's what they were going for. But <laughs> what does that even mean? It's not like dreams like make sense. I don't know. These people are crazy. <laughs> is this disboards? People are crazy. 
This is a, this whole episode has you been know that a, song? has yeah. been a veritable cornucopia of wealth of musical. <laughs> you know that song? No, I don't know that oh. song. God yeah. is great, beer is good, and people are crazy. <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> Just great. All right, we have our favorite segment. It is it's time for it is our favorite segment. When you average our favorite segments together, we'll vote. We'll vote we get that. our favorite segment. It's time for Bear in the Air. Ooh, this is a good one. <laughs> this is a good one. Segment. This is such a I, good segment. I have something to point out. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tony Alvarez's arm says uh, sheriff's department. Is he also a sheriff? I thought he was. I thought he was a cop. Ooh. I thought he was a police. I thought he was the the policeman. The head he of the He might be a sheriff. So it seems like he's a sheriff of, of Alvarez, Texas, which doesn't make sense because he's a sheriff of the county. Unless they don't have a police department, because a lot of cities don't have police departments, and they need to depend upon the county. County sheriff. Yeah, Alvarez might be you know small on the small side. Okay. It is Bear in the Air. This is where we evaluate the film along uh, three points. Uh, first, we have the, the movie as a whole as a whole. Yes. Then we triangulate <laughs> the three points. It looks like Rob Reiner in yeah. that helicopter. Rob Reiner's getting out of the helicopter, in the helicopter. Um, okay, we got the movie as a whole as a whole. We got the movie uh, up through this point Yeah, as a whole. Is, is the name of this helicopter raw sound? Is, uh, <laughs> I don't think so, but it is from Texas High Def, which is great. Uh, okay, so we got the movie as a whole as a whole. We got movie up to this point uh, as a whole, and then we have uh, the um, these five minutes uh, just on their own. Uh, I would like to point out that yeah. Little Woman is still wearing the shirt that says uh, "Support Uncle Sam" or whatever. It says yeah. Uncle, "Your Uncle Sam" and it has yeah. Sam Peckinpah's face. If if Sam Peckinpah in the movie as the assistant to Chuck Arnaldi with the camera was going truck to truck, it would have meant at some point he would have looked into the cab and seen a woman wearing his face on her on her shirt. That's pretty great. <laughs> Just pointing that out there. That's fun. Do you think that would have been a great moment? I, if only they'd caught it on film. If only, yeah. Okay, first, uh, let's rate the movie as a whole as a whole. Okay, ready? Yes. Three, two, two one. Five. five stars. I should also explain the rules. Uh, no half stars. Um, and the movies, move, each of the uh, segments has to uh, average out to a bell curve. Yeah, everyone has to average out. Everyone to has to average out to its own bell curve. <laughs> yes, okay. that makes sense. All right. <laughs> Number two. We got the movie up until this point as a whole. Ready? Three, Three two, two, one. one. Five stars. Okay, good. very good. Now we get just this segment on its own merits. How does so this we segment should have do? A normal distribution of all segments to go. Normal on. distribution of all just segments. We're we. I mean, we're we're between one and five, and we're filling in the lower end of it now. In this, in well, these, you don't. I'm don't not leave, okay. Don't I'm not saying witness. anything. Don't I'm not saying anything. Okay. All right. Ready. And three, three two, two, one. One, one and a half stars. Well, you're. I. I feel like there's gonna be a one star thing at some point. It's, and it's this one. It's got to be this one, right? I, I mean, was. I. Here's the thing. It's yeah. still very good. It's well. It's fine. Here's here's things I enjoy. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like yeah. I'm obligated to say one stars, but I still really like this. No. Like here's the, the scenes with Spider Mike and Alvarez are yeah. fantastic. Yeah, they're compelling. It is. Yeah. Seeing his face at first, and yeah. he's like just brutalized. Why do you give it one star then? Because I feel like I have to. One and you, a half. You forced me to. One and a half. You said we're filling up the lower. Bump up to one and a half. Okay, two and a half stars. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. All right. Well, that's been bare in the air. Uh, I'd say. Okay, so what, what, what do you like and don't like about the segment? Uh, I mean, so things I like. Things I like are I think I do think the Spider Mike scenes work really well. I think the 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 
uh, interplay between Dirty Lyle and him is really interesting. It starts to kind of give us a little more insight into the complexity of Lyle's character. Yeah. Um, I I uh, really enjoyed um, Big Nasty being the bouncer That's a good for, for Rubber Duck. I thought that was a fun little... Um, uh, it's confusing that the camp is very... It's difficult to understand who's there and why. Yes. Yeah. Um, is this and just like regular families are like, hey, it's a day. Let's go. Let's go to the trucker I think camp. Ev- ev- anyone and everyone. Hey, let's, what are we doing this weekend? Are we going to like you know the, the, the to have a picnic outside? No, let's no, go where the truckers are showering and just hang out. Yep. Um, and then um, uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed the truck talk, the RPM talk. Thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, and then now that you you pointed out, I mean the showering with the yeah. the water machine, great. The dialogue is routinely really terrible. Strange. Terrible. <laughs> the sp- shiny mic, spider <laughs> spider shiny mic is great. And finally, uh, I didn't yeah, there's good moments. Yeah, it's good, good. Good moments. Good moments. Uh, so, yeah, that's basically it for this part. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that, this has been episode 15 of Earful of Convoy. This has been Bear in the you Air. Should, you should like and subscribe to our show. Uh, you get like the, and subscribe to us on iTunes. You get, get our segment logged up there. You get, get our segment logged up. Yeah. Uh, you should. Uh, we have a website, earfulofconvoy.com. We're yep. on Twitter. We're on Elo. Twitter at earfulofconvoy. Elo at earfulofconvoy. You should join our boards and our website. Send uh, us an email. You at... should read all the uh, very insightful articles by a very wise contributing editor named Tara Fractal. And uh, yeah, that's what's, what's happening. The boards, uh, the earful of convoy. Of course, the boards. Um, and, uh, and send us email staff at earfulofconvoy dot com. Um, fork us on GitHub. Fork us on GitHub. Yes, absolutely. You should do that. Make your own earful of convoy. That'll be great. So as we always say, yep. Trucks are big, and talk is bigger. But trucker talk the best. Yes. <laughs>